Hallelujah. We're talking about this war within, man. I, I, like I told you guys last week, this is the greatest war ever, ever. You can endure the war within. It's the, it's the, you are your worst enemy sometimes. Amen. And sometimes the, 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 the war is not out here in the world. The war is in here. In the mind, in the four corners of your mind. So listen, everything that you do comes from here, starts here and outward. It's the mind. It's the mind that we need to be renewed. It's the mind that needs to know the truth. It's the mind that gets set free, that needs set free. And I talked about, I talked about how God has set us free and washed us in his blood uh, and had cleanses our mind and stuff like that. But this week, uh, I'm talking about this, this title right here, Armed and Dangerous. We are armed and dangerous. Just like any, and I told you guys, we are soldiers in the army of the Lord now. We, we've been, we, and it's now we are in this training mode. You first got to know who you are and that God has set you free. And now you got to train. Train what? Your mind. Right? You have to train your mind. Because that's where all the battles that you face at. It's right here. Guilt, shame, condemnation, pornography, drugs, alcohol, whatever you can think of starts here. Here, lust, whatever it is. Talking about folks judging, start here. Starts right there. So now I told you about training. I, I gave you some tips and I told you about getting some headphones because the headphones, when you put in, they put the word of God on a, a pastor to listen to and just fill your mind with the word of God. I told you about you need to, we need to start reading the word of God. We talked about all these things. And now, what any soldier, they don't go out there. They don't go into war with nothing in their hand. They don't send the soldiers out with no weapons. In other words, right? You ever seen a soldier with no weapon? Have you ever seen a cop with no weapon? Here's the thing. So here's the thing. Those weapons and those tools is for, to protect themselves. All right? Just like them and, and that those weapons that they're giving, they are armed and dangerous now. They are equipped for the, for the battle at hand. They are equipped. Without the weapons, you can't fight. In other words, you can't fight. Listen, if I sent, if the, if the, if the U.S. Army went out to war with nothing in their hand, no weapons, how can a man fight bullets? How can a man fight these things? So they have to be equipped. They have to be, they have to learn through training how to use the weapons that they've been given. So today we're talking about being armed and dangerous. And I'm talking about, we're going into the book of Ephesians. We're talking about this thing called the armor of God and being equipped with this and knowing what this, the armor does. And I, as you always know, I'm always uh, prepared to demonstrate for you what that looks like. So I got some material in here that I want to, to do for you to bring it home because, see, we, we have, we got to be equipped for it. We got to have our weapons ready. Huh? We got to have our weapons ready. Lord, I thank you and I give you glory. Lord, thank you. Equipped for the battle at hand. Trained ready for these battles. 
If you do not train, it's difficult to achieve these battles, to win these battles. Amen. So in the armor of God, we're talking about Ephesians chapter number six. He said, finally, verse 10, finally, he said, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's scheme. Finally, brother, he's, he look, listen, he's telling finally be strong in the Lord. See, I'm going to tell you, he didn't say be strong. Let's, let's look at the text. He didn't say be strong in yourself. He didn't say be strong in certain circumstances. He didn't say be strong in another person's strength. He said be strong in the Lord. Because sometimes, I don't know about you, but I get weak. I get weary. But the Bible tells us where I am weak, he is made to be strong. So Paul said, I boast in my weakness because why am weak? God is strong. So finally be strong in the Lord in his mighty power. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to remind you how powerful the God that we serve is. The army of the Lord is powerful. This God that we serve has never lost a battle. He's infinite in no. He never lost. So we're in an army that can't lose. Hold on now. So listen, just, just in case you didn't get how powerful our God, let me remind you how powerful he is. Uh, when the people of Israel was in bondage and he told Pharaoh, he told, he told Moses, go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. He showed them, listen, you don't mess with my army. You don't mess with my people. Let them go, Pharaoh. Let them go, Pharaoh. Pharaoh said, no, I ain't let them go. Pharaoh hardened his heart. So God showed them signs and warning just how powerful he is, just how big he is, just how bad he is. And then he told him, listen, I'm going to send these plagues. And on top of that, just this mighty power he showed when he parted the Red Sea, his power was shown. I don't know about what God do, sir, but I think the God that I serve is powerful. The God that I serve can part the Red Sea. The God that I serve and that you serve, uh, he can rain manna from the sky. He rain bread from the sky. The God that we serve struck a rock and water came out. The God that we serve cause a donkey to speak the God that we serve make time stood still for Joshua in the battle the God that we serve can do a seedly abundant above all that we can ask or even think the God that we serve sent his son by the name of Jesus Christ to die for all of our sins and guess what he conquered sin in death on the cross that's the God that we serve his mighty power we don't serve no God that don't have no power. We don't serve no God that, that, that lose battles. We serve a God that has never lost one battle. We serve a God that's for us, and then who can be against us? He said, put on the full armor of God so that you can take uh, your stand against the devil's schemes, the devil tricks, the devil lies, the devil, uh, he said he's the, he's the father of all lies. You can stand against that because, listen, our mind needs to be transformed and be renewed in the training of the word of God. So we must train in this. We must stay in this. And then after we get done training, now we're at the point of putting on, on our armor. He told him this in verse 12. He said, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of the evil in the heavenly realms. I'm telling you, this war that we fight is not against people. That's what we have to understand. This thing that we fight is not against 
We don't struggle against flesh and blood. It's, 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 it's things that higher power. It's things that, listen, let me, let me, let me put it on the shelf for you, Richard. Satan came to do what? Kill, steal, and destroy. So what Satan, we don't see Satan walking around here, right? So what Satan does, he starts wishing these things in people's ears. For example, let's go back to the shootings. I believe, and without a doubt in my mind, that those people didn't wake up and say, you know, this one day you wake up and say, I'm just going to go kill everybody. What happened was Satan, the, heavenly, the things that we wrestle with is not of, this, not of flesh, start speaking these things into their mind. Start speaking these things into their mind. So they said, yeah, well, you need to go do this. Go get your dad's rifle. Go get your uncle's rifle and, then, and take another couple more handguns and, and go do this. They've been bullying you. They've been doing all these things. You, you can do it. It's time for them to pay the price. It's not the flesh. He's, see, Satan's job is to kill, steal, and destroy. So he, what he wants to do is take over here. He wants to take over this mind of yours. Because he said, if I can get the mind, I can get the body to do whatever I want him to do. And in those cases, you see the schemes of the enemy in full flesh. They allowed him to get here. This is why we must continue to train. This is why we must have put on the full armor of God. Because the battle is not out here. It's not against your brother or sister. It's, it's, it's here and out there. But we must be equipped to fight. He said, therefore, he said, in other words, this is what you need to do. He said, therefore, put on the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. With which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. I have my shield of faith. Take up the shield of faith. What faith is, without faith, you don't have anything. Uh, everything about us is built on this faith in Jesus Christ. But see, if your faith, if, if your faith is down and your belief is down, then your guard, your shield is down. Your, your, your shield is down. He says, so you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Faith comes from hearing by hearing the word of God. That's what the word of God says. So when we're attacked by things in life, trouble in life, and things hit our minds and attacking our mind, if our faith is struggling and we have not trained our minds to be in Christ and in the word of God, those arrows you're going to get hit with. And when you get hit with those arrows, you don't know. You, you, you get hit with those arrows, and then that, the next thing you know, you're, you're, down on, you're down on your luck, and everything else is going wrong. Everything that could go wrong goes wrong, and your faith begins to dwindle because you have not trained yourself for these battles. See, the training must take place in the Word of God. And if you don't train in this Word of God, I'm telling you, this life is difficult. This life will consume you if you're not in this. He said, take it. 
Take the shield. Faith. In other words, folks, though you're going through hell right now, though you're going through all these different things in your life, keep your faith. Don't stop believing. Don't stop trusting in the Lord. And this life will test you. This life will tempt you. This life will do some things to you like, man, I don't know if I can make it another hour. If one more thing happened, I don't know if I can do it. I'm about to lose my mind, but I keep the faith. I want to encourage you that anything, any task that you're faced with, any struggles that you're faced with, it's your faith that keeps you from falling. Keep the faith. Keep believing. Keep trusting in God. Don't stop. He said on top of that, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Take the helmet of salvation. Take the helmet of salvation. Salvation says as this. I know where I'm going. Salvation says this. Listen, what the helmet does, it might not fit on my head because I got a little water head. So listen, the helmet does, what it does, it protects you from things entering in or hitting your head. So when I put on my salvation, when things try to enter in, it cannot because I'm guarded and I know that I'm covered by God's salvation, that I know that I will be with Jesus one day. So listen, when things try to enter in, it cannot because this is protecting you. You're knowing that, listen, I have... I've been made right with the Lord. I've been washed and made clean with God. I have received the salvation that, that, that comes from God that says that where I will be, you will be also. That salvation is for all of us who believe in Jesus Christ. We're soldiers. Don't let the enemy tell you, hey, yeah, you've been messing up now, so God, hey, you, you ain't really saved. You've been screwing up. The, the enemy is good. I'm telling you, and yourself included, is good by telling all the things that you've done wrong. All the things that you've done. Well, you know you didn't pray today. Well, you know you didn't. Well, you messed up that time, didn't you? And it, it, it's, what it is is condemning yourself. You have to kill it right then. Right then, because God doesn't condemn us. He convicts us, but does not condemn us. Amen. So the helmet salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God. Now we talking, okay? Now we talking. I was going to order me a real sword, but I got kids at home, so I know how that would work out, okay? It was a nice sword online that had Ephesians on there. It's the word of God. It was gold, too. It was nice. But I got the little plastic one. It'll do the work. Amen. You get the picture. He said, the, and, the, and the sword of the spirit is which is the word of God. So this is our, this is, in, in days' time, our ammunition, this is how we strike back. Yeah, it's good to have the helmet, it's good to have the breastplate, it's good to have all these things, it's good to have them, but then sometimes you got to strike back, right? So, and this is, this is, you, you got to be on the offense instead of always on the defense, instead of being attacked on every end. Sometimes you just got to mm, strike back, Right? So what the Word of God does, and this is how you fight in those battles, you're in your equip mode, you're in your equipment mode. He's, he's giving you the sword, and he's telling you how to use it. You're in hand-to-hand -hand combat with weapons, okay? So now he's, he's telling you how to use it. So when you're in the thick of things, and, 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 and things come your way, and things come to your mind that's not of Christ, that, and what you do is you get that Word of God in you. 
so that you can use it against those things that are coming against you. Amen. So here it is. When something comes against you, let's say, ah, oh, man, God has left you. He's not listening to your prayers anymore. Where is your God? Then you pick up your sword and you tell them, my God said I never leave you, never forsake me. He, he'll, he'll be with me even to the end of age. Cut it down. Every time a negative thought comes to your mind, you use it with the word of God. Every time something in your mind that's not like God, every time you're in a situation that's not, that, that don't seem in your favor, you use it, that sword of the spirit, which is the word of God to kill it. Every time. I've seen it done. I've been in situations. Uh, and Listen, just because we're soldiers in the army, just because you believe in Jesus Christ, don't keep you from being attacked. Let's, let's make ourselves clear on that. All right? So when you thought that when you believed in Jesus Christ and you thought it was going to be sunshine and rainbows, I'm sorry, that ain't how it goes. But I'm trying to teach you, I'm trying to equip you for this training. So when you have the, this is the word of God, this is how you fight in these battles. This is how you fight the thing in your mind that you can't even see. He just said that we wrestle against things that we can't even see. So how can I fight something that I can't even see? This fight, this fight is not out here, it's in here. So how do I fight that? It's in the word of God. How do I strike back? It's in the word of God. I have to equip myself in the word of God so I can be able to fight. Hallelujah. He said this in verse 18. He said, and pray in the spirit in all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert. Always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. There was a method to the madness this morning when I said join hands in prayer. A prayer changes thing. My brother gave me something in the car. He said, he was looking at Saul DePaul in this ministry that we're, that we're looking to, to do here. Uh, he was saying that, how, how do you say it, Brother Gibbs, to me? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's right. Prayer changes things. And he said, listen, not only just that we, uh, uh, not only did we pray for ourselves, pray for the Lord's people. He said, be alert. He said, with this in mind, I always keep on praying. Keep on praying. When you say, well, pastor, man, I've been praying for a long time, man. And you know what? Things have just not even went my way, man. I've been praying to God for a long time that he does this and he changes, but he ain't moved yet. Keep praying. What do you mean keep praying, Pastor? Keep, keep praying. Keep pushing. Listen, we serve a God that not only, listen, it may not seem like he's moving, but he's always moving into action on behalf of his people. You just can't see it. Keep praying. Not just for yourself, but for one another. On all occasions. With all kinds of prayers and requests. We talked about the sword. We talked about the helmet. We talked about the breastplate. The breastplate is righteousness. 
and that we're knowing that we've been made right with God and right standing with him, which means that when, when things go wrong, when it seems like you're wrong and things are, are not going in your favor, you tell yourself, listen, God has saved me. Has I have to tell myself this this week. Things in the, listen, things, I say, most of you say, how can you control the mind? Or how can you keep stuff from entering in here? How can you keep it from entering in? Here's the thing. When it enters, you have to kill it. When it enters your mind, you have to kill it right then. What happens is when we don't kill it and when we don't destroy it with the word of God, it festers. It sits there. And then we begin to think on it more and more. And, begin, and then we begin to do the things of what it's saying to do. Again, give you an example. Alcohol, for example, okay? Man, I ain't, I ain't drunk in a long time. I just want to get me, get me a couple. It's hot outside. I just want to sit back and get me, a, get me a couple of cold ones. If you don't kill it right then, you're like, well... You see, when you might say, I, don't, I really don't need that, but then, it, then you're, it's a battle goes on. It says, well, I really don't need that. Then it says, yeah, yes, you do. It's kind of hot outside. You Just one taste would make it better. See, you didn't kill it then. So it goes on talking in your head. You're going back and forth in your mind saying, yeah. And then, then you finally give in. You finally give in. You said, you know what? One won't hurt. Then one turns into two, then two turns into three, and three turns into the four, and then four turns into one. Just one. I'd be just fine. It's a battle in here, not just with the alcohol, with any situation. It goes back and forth into your mind until you submit to what it's saying. Either you're going to submit to what the Word of God says, or you're going to submit to what the enemy says. And please believe me, he's always talking. I, I listen, I ain't the only one now. I know that we have these battles in our mind. I know that we go through these things in our mind. I know that we struggle here. And when we struggle here, it, it, it exemplifies the way that we walk too. We may struggle here and they're going to show. It shows because the mind controls the whole entire body. The mind tells the body what to do. And so if we can learn how to control this, we'll be able to control everything else. It's here where the enemy wants. It's here that he tried to kill and destroy. It's here. The biggest thing that the enemy tries to do, he tries to do is he tries to get you to quit. He tries to get you to give up, to throw in the towel. Because that's what he says. He came to kill, steal, and destroy. He came to kill you personally. He came to destroy your marriage, destroy your relationship, destroy everything around you, steal your joy, steal your happiness, steal everything around you. That's what he comes to do. So how can he do that here? And if we don't have the word of God to fight that or don't know the knowledge of that truth because the knowledge of the truth set us free, if we don't know the knowledge of that, then how can we fight against something like that in our mind? We'll be overcoming by it all the time. It's the Word of God. He said the Bible said the Word of God is alive and active. It's like a double-edged sword. In Revelation, they described Jesus' mouth. They said it was like a double-edged sword. When he speaks, it cuts. 
That's what the word of God is. It's like a, it's like a double-edged sword. So when things come, you can speak the word and it change things. It's a lie. It's a lie. He said, pray also in verse 19 for me that whenever I speak words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. Pray also for me whenever I speak words may be given to me so that I may fearlessly make known the mysteries of the gospel. We need the word of God. Don't raise your hand on this one. But how often, just think about it. How often are you in the Word of God? Don't, don't. Just think about it. How often are I actually in the Word of God? The number one excuse that I have or I get from people, ah, I just don't have time. Mm. I'm here to tell you the truth. You got time for everything else. So in essence, you're saying my, yes, your priorities is just not in order. The Bible says, see, ye first, first, not last, not sometimes, not on Sundays, not when things are going wrong, but see, ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things will be added unto you. It's him first. We got to get in the habit of reading. Let me tell you, I will, I'm going to be the first one to tell you, I don't like, I never like reading. My wife can tell you, I don't like, I didn't never like reading, but this is the only thing I like to read now. But I didn't, at one point, I didn't like reading, and it's a battle, and I know that you even faced that battle, too, because I faced it. You say, man, well, I need to go ahead and go pray. I need to go ahead and go read, and you say, well, not. if some say, oh, well, you can do it. Let's go ahead and do this. And then you get distracted from it. Why every time that you get ready to read the Bible or you get ready to do something in the Word of God, you get distracted? Something don't want you to get in there. Because in here is power. In here is the knowledge of the truth that's going to set you free. In here will fight these battles that you have never seen before. In here will have joy, peace, love, uh, everlasting blessing. In here is the word and it's the truth. This is where we need to be. This is where we need to live in. Joshua 1 8 said, meditate on God's word day and night and then you will be successful and prosperous. That's the way that it works. See, you try to do it backwards and it doesn't work. We have to stay in here because when we're not in here, when we're having a, when we, it's just like going into a boxing ring with Mike Tyson with your hands tied behind your back and I'm telling you, you're not going to win that because you don't have, you haven't been trained in the word of God I'm trying to tell you, open and you say, well, it's the Bible, it's hard to understand, it's okay, if you, can't, if you can't read it, you can listen to it I'm telling you, this is the source. He is the source of your strength. Listen, you can go to a church on Sunday and be set free that day. I mean, it's all sunshine and rainbows. But what about when you leave these four walls? What about when you leave these four walls? Because he's ready, he's ready to snatch that joy again. Have you ever had something good happen that was just amazing? Then not even five hours later, something else bad happened. You try to snatch that joy, steal that joy. It's the word of God. Listen, you can't depend on the pastor for the word of God. Though I don't mind. 
But you can't depend on the pastor for the word of God because the pastor ain't with you on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. You got to learn this stuff. Learn the word of God for yourself. Because I'm not even in your mind. This is where the battle is. I'm telling you, equip yourself in the word of God. He said, listen, he said, for which I am an ambassador in change. He said, pray that I may declare it fiercely, fearlessly as I should. Don't you know that you're a soldier? Don't you know that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind? Don't you know that, listen, you don't have to fear nothing. You don't, listen, ain't no need to pray and worry at the same time. Ain't no need to pray and worry at the same. Don't you know the God that we serve is all powerful? Don't you know that the God that we serve can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even think? Don't you know that he, we serve a God that say he'll never leave us, never forsake us and be with us until the end of age? Don't you know that we have a God that say he go before us? He said you don't have to worry about the people. I will go before you. Hallelujah. Don't you know the God that we serve is able Amen. You got to understand that we're a soldier. Amen. Praise the Lord. You want to praise and witness. Come on up here. Give your mic and you'll start preaching. Hallelujah. If he can make a donkey speak, he can make a baby speak. Amen. Amen. So listen, this is the word of God, and I'm telling you that we, we are equipped for this task to move forward in the, in, the, in the word of God so that we may be able to withstand the schemes of the evil one, not just the evil one. See, Satan, see, Satan man, see, we give him too much credit sometimes, too, though, because, listen, Satan says, look, I ain't got to really do nothing. They already beat themselves up. All I got to do is wait to the perfect opportunity where they're weak so I can slide in and tell them, hey, man, just end it all. Hey man, just end it all. You, you, when the memories of your loved one that went on comes to your mind, and it hurts, yes it does. And you, and you just, it almost like you're in a, just in a, a, a place of darkness and, and deep depression. And in those moments, he attacked because that is your weakest moment. He tried to sneak in and say, hey, you know what, that's She's gone. What you going to do? I mean, what you, how are you going to live your life now? How are you going to make it? Your loved one is gone now. Just end it all and you'll be with him. We face those types of battles. We face those types of battles. We face things in our marriage. If she said another word, I tell you. If she say one more thing, we gonna, we, it's going to be a case in here. If he, if he say another word, he, if he do one more thing, it's going to be a problem. One more thing, I promise you, it's going to be a problem. And you have those battles even in your mind. Okay, here he is again. He just don't stop talking. My wife told me that the other day. She said, you just don't stop. You just keep talking. I said, you know, you married a preacher. <laughs> I said, I, gotta, I'm, I'm, I, I, I can't help but speak the word. You say something, well, I'm going to say, hey, you know what? The Lord said this, and she's like, okay, here it is. But here's the thing. It's, it's these battles I'm trying to get you to realize that everything that you face in this world, everything that you face in this life is here, right here. If everything is right here, we must equip the mind. We must equip here instead of out here and trying to do it all on our own. Hallelujah. How many of you tried to do it on your own? You fell on your face 
uh, countless times. Because we were never meant to do it on We were meant to depend on Jesus. That's who this, this is. We were meant to depend on him. That's why he said, give us his, cast your burdens upon me, because they are their light. But then that we cast the burden and we get the lifted off our shoulders, but we forgot the last part of the scripture that says learn it. Because you can cast the burdens off, and then when other burdens come, you back way back down because you didn't do any learning. You didn't get it in here. So you have to give it to Jesus again, and then another burden comes, and you weigh down again because you didn't equip yourself through the training of your mind in the Word of God. We must train. And how we do that, I'm going to give you some practical things. I told you about the headphones. I told you, get you some headphones. And we got the Bible. Most of the people have the Bible app on your phone. Put it in. Listen to it. Listen to it. You don't like to read? Listen to the Word of God. Listen to the Word of God. Get it in there. Listen. I'm going to give you an example. The things that we, how do things enter in our mind? How does things enter in our mind? From what we see and what we hear. Right? If what I see and hear enters my mind, so I can watch something on TV, and say you're watching something uh, on TV, a scene, a sex scene on TV, is it children? Okay. If you're watching a sex scene on TV, and then next thing you know, later on down the line, you start thinking about something in your mind that leads to maybe watching pornography, or maybe leads to something else. But see, when you look at things that are inappropriate, it enters your mind. When you hear things that are inappropriate, it enters your mind. It said faith comes from hearing by hearing the word of God. So if you ain't hearing the word of God and you're filling your mind with something else, then what's in your mind? That, that garbage. I had for a long time, my mom when I was growing up, she said it's in the music. The rap music, we used to listen to rap a lot. And the rap used to say, we're going to kill them, we're going to murder them, we're going to do this. We talk about women, sex, uh, all type of things, drugs, cocaine, all these different things. And he said, it's in the music. And I just looked, I'm like, Mom, what you talking about? This is like the best stuff. And then, you know, this, this, this is what everybody listened to. Uh, and I never got that until I got older. I never got that until I was in a situation where I was listening to, uh, it was Lil Bootsy when he was talking about, I'm going to set it off. And it's MF, and I was getting ready to go set it off with weapons. I began to start doing the things that I listened to the whole time. I began to start doing the things that I seen the whole time. So then you, the, the, your mind has to be transformed, it has to be renewed. So you need to see godly stuff. You need to see things that, that are godly and not of this world. You need to see, uh, you need to hear the word of God. You need to hear the gospel. You need to hear worship music. You need to hear that. You need to get it in here. You got to get it in here. Amen. You got to get it in here. I'm telling you, folks. Our time is coming, man. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Our time is coming where the trumpet is going to sound, man. Our time is coming where a trumpet is going to sound and then the Son of Man is going to appear. Our time is coming where, and as I already hit, where evil times and darkness have you seen plague across the United States, not just the United States, but all across the world. It is coming quickly. We got to, have to, 
get into the Word of God. We have to train ourselves in the Word of God. If you do not, you may be in trouble. You may be in trouble. I, I made the same excuse. I don't have time. Everybody got the same amount of time in a day. What if Jesus was on the cross and said, hey, after he got hit a couple times and got, got whipped a couple times, and he said, you know what? I ain't got time for this. I can just go back and sit on my throne. But, he, but yet he said, no. I'm going to endure this until the end so that they may be set free from this world. They may be set free from sin and death. They may be set free. I'm going to endure this cross. I am going to take the beating and the shame. I am going to take the sins upon the whole world. And I'm going to die for them because guess what? I love them just that much. Did you think Jesus didn't go through that battle? Well, Satan saying they ain't worth it. Look at them. Mocking you. The same people that were screaming Hosanna. Now saying, crucify him. You ain't got to do that. They ain't, they ain't worth it. They ain't worth it. They ain't worth it. As a matter of fact, and we'll talk again into next week's sermon a little bit, but as a matter of fact, Satan did tempt Jesus. After Jesus came up out of the water in Matthew chapter 4 and was filled with the Holy Spirit, who went into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. And I'm going to ask you a question. If Satan had the audacity to tempt the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior and Redeemer, then who are you and I? We must be equipped for this battle. We must train. We must push. We must stay the course. We must continue to fight. We must stay in the word of God. We must continue to pray. We must train in such a way that when evil comes, they see the glory of the Lord. We must continue to fight. We must stand united together like, the, like we proclaim as being the United States of America. Where did it go wrong with that? We're supposed to be united. If we can't come together, if the church can't come together, how can we expect the world to? It's time for us to rise up. It's time for us to speak up about this gospel. The Bible told us, not the Bible, but the Lord was telling me one day, he said, everybody you pass or you, you come in contact with, either going to heaven or hell. Ain't no in between. That's why I fight the way that I fight. That's the way that I fight for you. I'm telling you, you got a pastor that's willing, I'm willing to get down where you at and fight with you. Please, please don't shelter yourself. Please don't seclude yourself. Please don't feel like you're in this alone. I am right there in the trenches with you. If you need me, call me. I'll fight with you. If you can't find nobody else, I'll fight with you. If you don't, I'm telling you, if you get down on your luck, you call me and I'll fight with you. I'm telling you, don't see what, what happens when, 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 when pain happens, you begin to shelter yourself. You don't want to talk to nobody. You begin to isolate yourself. You begin 
to say things like, I don't really want to talk to nobody. That's the trick of the enemy to get you alone so he can fit these things in your mind. I am here to fight. I will fight for him. I will leave the 99 to go find the one. I need for people, I need soldiers who are ready to rise up and fight for one another. Fight. Fight. If you see the word, get a lot of hands up and pray.